What, what is the definition of angels? The word angels come, or angel come from the Hebrew word malak, and the Greek word angelos, which simply means messenger, which simply means messenger. And the word angel is used 108 times in the Old Testament and 165 times in the New Testament. You know, the Bible, as I said, it simply means messenger. But interestingly, that same word, anglos, amalak, is not only used for angels, but also a message that is brought from human to human. Okay? What do I mean by that? In Luke 7, 24, where it says about, you know, when the messengers of John, this is John the Baptist, who came to Jesus, you know, when the messenger of John had departed, he began to speak to the multitudes, and it goes on. So here the word messenger, you know, derives from the Greek word angelos. That means messenger. And then in James chapter 2, verse 25, likewise was not Rahab the harlot also justified by the works when she received the messengers and sent them out another way. Again, this word messengers are, uh, is derived from the word angelos. Now the second part is this. The Bible mentions human messengers bearing a divine message. In Haggai chapter 1 verse 13, it says, Then Haggai, the Lord's messenger, spoke the Lord's message to the people. So human beings bringing Lord's message. And the word messenger here is malak. That is the messenger. Are you with me? Yeah? I hope it's not too complicated. And Galatians chapter 4 verse 14. And here Paul says, And my trial which was in my flesh, you did not despise or reject, but you received me as an angel of God, even as Christ Jesus. So here the word again, the angel means messenger, messenger of God. Okay. Now the Bible classifies angels as either good or evil. You know, now let me tell you, I'm not going to finish this message in today's sermon itself. It's huge, okay? So I'm going to have two parts. So today I'm going to speak, and next time I'm going to speak the other part. So the good angels are termed as elect in 1 Timothy 5.21. You know, where it says, I charge you before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels. And then the angels are referred as holy angels. In Matthew 25, 31, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, it speaks about that. Then there are evil angels said to belong to Satan. As you know, we'll go through this maybe next time. You know, Satan, who was also known as Lucifer, he was one of the angels, you know, the chief angels before God. But here Matthew 25, 41 says, And he will also say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, 
into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. In Revelation 12, 7, and war broke out in heaven, Michael and his angels, not this Michael, fought with the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought. Now the biblical definition of angels, you know, of the angels in Hebrews 1, 7, it says of the angels, he says, he makes his angels winds and his ministers a flame of fire. So here the angels are called as winds. Then it says in Hebrews 1.14, are they, the angels, not all ministering spirit, spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation? You know. So what are the origins or the creation of angels? Angels are created heavenly beings. And it, they are created by God. Psalm 148 verse 2 to 5 says, Praise him all his angels, praise him. And it goes on and then it says, For he commanded and they were created. So they were created. And then Job 38 4 to 7 again speaks about that God created. I'm just quickly going through the scriptures, okay? Now talking about creation and origin of origin of angels, John 1:3 says, All things were made through him. Without him was not anything made that was made, that was Jesus Christ. And then Colossians 1:16 says, By him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible, invisible, and it goes on. Now here, angels always see the face of God. Amen? You know, when we were singing this song, open the eyes of my eyes, open the eyes of my heart, God. You know, I want to see you. I want to see you. As we were singing, you know, it reminded me of this scripture in Matthew 18, 10 says, but Jesus is saying, take heed that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that in heaven, their angels always see the face of my father who is in heaven. What a wonderful thing. What a privilege they have that they can see the face of our father in heaven. And angels, they reside in heaven. Mark 13, 32. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven. Angels in heaven. Luke 2.15, it says, For it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven. You know, so as you see, they reside in heaven. And then as creatures, angels are finite in knowledge. Okay, they are finite in knowledge. Mark 13.32, But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Angels are higher than humans by a certain degree. Psalms 8 verse 5 says, For you have made him a little lower than the angels. We are made a little lower than the angels. 
And then it says, as direct creations of God, they are also known as sons of God. In Job 38 verse 7, it speaks about that. Then angels, they assemble and congregate before God. Job 1.6, it says, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. Again, Job 2.1 speaks about the same thing. Now angels seek to learn about God's work of salvation among humans. They are very much interested, you know, to know about the salvation of human beings. It says here in 1 Peter 1, 10 to 12, of this salvation, the prophets have inquired and searched carefully who prophesied of the grace that would come to you, searching what or what manner of time to them it was revealed, things which angels desire to look into. They desire to look into. They desire to look into salvation. Isn't it interesting? Angels do not die. Luke 20 verse 36. You know, here Jesus was speaking about, you know, when the Pharisees and Sadducees were asking him about the marriages and, you know, things like that. So Jesus said, nor can they die anymore, for they are equal to the angels. That means they cannot die and are sons of God, being the sons of the resurrection. The angels, what are the numbers of angels? How many angels are there? Any guess? The angels are innumerable. Hebrews 12, 22. You know, it speaks about to an innumerable company of angels. And Revelation also speaks about thousands upon ten thousands upon ten thousands. You know, what do angels do? They protect. Daniel 6.22 My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouths so that they have not hurt me. You know, it says, My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouth. You know that story of Daniel in the lion's den? You know, it was the angels that shut the lion's mouth and protected Daniel. Angels reveal information. Acts 7.53 Who have received the law by the direction of angels and have not kept it? You know, they guide. Acts 8.26 Now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south along the road, which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. You remember that story? The Ethiopian eunuch was going on his chariot and Philip was asked to go and minister to him. And it was the angel, an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip and directed him where to go. Angels, they provide. In 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 5 to 7 about Elijah. Then as he lay and slept under a broom tree, suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. And then he looked and there by his head was a cake baked on coals and a jar of water. 
You know, I would like to eat that cake prepared by an angel. Imagine, you know, an angel preparing a cake for you. Elijah was lucky or blessed. <laughs> Angels minister to believers in general. Hebrews 1.14 Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for all those who will inherit the salvation? They fight. They fight for you. You remember this story about King Hezekiah? You know, when he was surrounded by Sennacherib, a Syrian king who had a mighty, powerful army. And King Hezekiah, he had, you know, he didn't have a big army, weak army. And he was surrounded by this enemy. And he didn't know what to do. The Bible says he prayed unto God. He called out unto God. And that night, an angel of the Lord came and killed 185 people. Amen? 185,000 people. Just imagine one angel killed 185,000 people. Do you remember when Jesus was arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane? And Peter, you know, he had his servant's ears and then, you know, the story, he heals it. Then what did Jesus say? If I ask the Heavenly Father, he will send how many? Twelve legions of angels. Amen? Okay? Twelve legions of angels. And you know how many, how many, when you talk about the legion, how many people are there in one legion? About 6,000 people. So that means Jesus was saying, if I ask my heavenly father, my father will send 72,000 angels for my rescue. 72,000 angels. And as you saw, one angel can kill about 185,000, maybe more, don't know, but here we have a figure. 185,000. How many 72,000 kill? I made the calculation on my calculator. First, it showed me some different things. Then I found the correct number. And it is said that this angel, 72,000 angels, can kill more than, okay, 13 billion, 320 million people. <laughs> 13 billion. That's not even the population of the world. And Jesus said, if I ask my heavenly father, he will say, you know, but he said, I'm not going to do it because my purpose is to go on the cross to die for you and for me. To sacrifice himself for you and for me. But here we see the angel fought for King Hezekiah and rescued them. Angels can discern good and evil and give insight and understanding. Second Samuel 14, 17. It says, Your maid servant said, The word of my Lord the King will now be comforting, for as the angel of God, so is my Lord the King, in discerning good and evil. Then again in Daniel 9, 22, And he instructed me and said to me, Daniel, I have now come to give you insight and understanding. 
angels take an interest in human affairs. So they are interested even in your life. Daniel chapter 10 verse 14 speaks about it. And then in Luke chapter 15 verse 10, Likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Imagine, the day that you got saved, the day that you believe in Lord Jesus Christ, the angels in heaven were rejoicing, they were joyful, because they are interested in you. Amen? How many more when people will come to know Jesus Christ? You know, there's a party in heaven. Hallelujah. Angels are not meant to be worshipped. You know, Revelation 22, 8 to 9. Now I, John, saw and heard these things. And when I heard and saw, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel who showed me these things. Then he said to me, see that you do not do that. For I am your fellow servant and of your brethren, the prophets. And of those who keep the words of the book, worship God. Again, Colossians speaks about that, 2.18. Let no one cheat you of your reward, taking delight in false humility and worship of angels. Because even now there are people who worship angels, but we are forbidden to worship them. Angels have a will. You know, this is about Satan, Lucifer, who had the will to rebel against God, and he was thrown down in Isaiah 14, 12 to 14. Jude chapter 1, verse 6, And the angels who did not keep their position of authority, but abandoned their own home, these he has kept in darkness, you know, and it goes on for the judgment day. So they have a will to choose, you know, but praise God, many of the angels choose to remain faithful to God. Angels express emotions like joy and longing. You know, Job 38 verse 7, while the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy. The angels, they sang together. You know, I remember one of my friends, he has a big church back in India. And once they were all worshipping God and the music stopped, people stopped singing. Suddenly they could hear, you know, chorus of people singing. And they looked around, they couldn't make out from where it was coming. And they believed that the angels were singing. And I heard like similar kind of testimonies in many places. First Peter chapter 1 verse 12, it was revealed to them. Again, you know, it speaks about the angels who are interested. They want to know. They have emotions. They want to know about the salvation of humankind. Angels are not omniscient, omnipotent, or omnipresent. What does that mean? They have certain limitations. They are not all-knowing, all-powerful, or can be present everywhere at the same time. You know, Daniel chapter 10, verse 12 to 13 speaks about it. And then Jude chapter 1, verse 9 speaks about it. 
angel's appearance, invisible until the Lord reveals to mankind. You know, so they can be invisible until the Lord reveals to mankind. You know the story in Numbers 22, verse 31, Balaam. Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way with his drawn sword in his hand. They appeared like men. Genesis 18, verse 2. So he lifted his eyes and looked and behold, three men were standing by him. This is talking about Abraham. You know, when he had the three men and one of the men, I believe it is, you know, Lord Jesus Christ himself or God himself appearing in the form of man. You know, that is a different subject to talk about. It's called Theophany or Christophany. That means God appearing or Christ appearing in the form of man in the Old Testament. Okay. So Genesis chapter 18 verse 2, you know, says three men were standing by him. So the angel, the two angels looked like men. Manifest God's glory. Luke 2.9. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. The glory of the Lord was shining around them. And they had different apparel. Matthew 28 verse 3, his countenance was like lightning, and his clothing as white as snow. Angels are also guardian angels. Psalms 91 verse 11. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. You know, I may be wrong, but I don't believe that, you know, 24-7 angels are right next to you wherever you go. I believe they come to your rescue when you are in trouble or in time of need. They're there to protect you. Psalm 34 verse 7, the angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. And then Acts 12 15 says, and they said to her, remember, Peter was in prison, he was released. And when he comes back to his disciples and this girl opens the door and she doesn't open the door and she goes back to the disciples. And this is what she said. And they said to her, you are beside yourself. Yet she kept insisting that it was so. So they said, it is his angel. See the term, it is his angel. That is Peter's angel. Acts 21, 7 verse 23. Here Paul speaks about it. For there stood by me this night an angel of the angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve. Matthew 18 verse 10. Take heed that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that in heaven their angels, you see the term? Their angels always see the face of my father who is in heaven. I'm closing now very soon. 
We were singing, worshiping God, and I was imagining this is what was happening in heaven. Revelation 7 and 11. It says, all the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures and fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God. Just imagine, all the angels stood around the throne and worshipped God. You know, today I touched on the subject of angels when there are more spiritual beings called cherubim and seraphims. Next time I would like to share a little bit more on what are the cherubims and what are the seraphims, you know, and also the other angels that we were talked, uh, spoken about, the fallen angels. The last scripture, Hebrews 32, do not forget to entertain strangers, for by doing so, you have unwittingly entertained angels. Amen. If you find strangers and they are in need, always be there to help. You never know. Unknowingly, you have helped an angel. Amen. That's what the scripture says. Now, I want to ask you in this congregation, has anyone experienced a visitation of angels, seen angels, or has an experience of an angel in this congregation? Paul? Or dear brother? Since we don't have much time now, quickly, would you like to sort of put him on spot? Quickly, you could share your experience. Many years ago in Southampton, a very famous uh, clairvoyant was coming to the Lord of Hall in Southampton to hold the audience, and all the Christians we were in service levels. So one evening we went to the Lord of Hall locked up, and we just said, We don't know that this doesn't happen. And all of a sudden, outside Southampton, the Lord of Hall, we had this family in the Lord of Hall, and we went on to do that night, and we just said, is it possible to have access to the universe? It just got easier for And then a number of us go in and we train that this event would not happen. A few days later, we cancelled due to the unforeseen circumstances. It's quite busy. But I'm convinced that none of us were that that then appeared to be beautiful, like a fish through the council, was actually an angel. And gave us access that night into that building with the Man, yeah, thank you, Paul. You know, there are many different stories I've heard about people having the experience with angel. And with me and my wife, we had this uh, experience about two years back. You know, before that, I never had this experience. And this was a time, you know, where it was a challenging time for us. And so we had gone to London to uh, just have a two days break. And that night, you know, the hotel that we were staying, all curtains were closed. And suddenly Mary could see a bright light, a figure standing right at the end of our bed. And she said to me, you know, I can see this. And then it just disappeared. 
Okay, next day, we decided to go to Hillsong Church to attend the church service over there. So from the place where we were, so we had to take a tube. Uh, you know, so in tube, uh, it was about 10 stations, you know, to go to this place where the Hillsong Church service was there. And as we sat in this tube train, suddenly the Lord spoke to me. And I know in God's speech, and there are rare moments when so clearly God speaks. And the Lord said, do you see the two people right in front of you in the tube? I said, yes, there were two young people. And the Lord said, those are my angels guarding over you. And I'm telling you, I'm very careful doctrinally and word of God wise and everything. And I said, um, okay, how do I know that these are angels? And the Lord said to me, and that time, by then, there were about two stops, uh, sorry, uh, eight stops, you know, to our destination. And the Lord said, just watch, they will get down at the same station as you get down. Now, they could have got down in any stops or any station, you know, in that eight stations that we were passing by. And to my surprise, they did not get down anywhere else, but the same place where we were getting down. As I got up with my wife, you know, to get down from the train, they also got up. And as they turned, this one person, he had, he was wearing a, what do you call hoodie kind of thing. As he turned, there was this picture of angel without wings. You know, picture of bright glory, you know, of angel. And as they walked, and I saw them walking out, and they just disappeared in the crowd. And I looked around for them, I couldn't find them. And I saw, thought, wow. That was some kind of experience. And there are many other many such things you know, people have experienced, the angels of God. So they are real, they're there. But remember, we are not here to glorify them. We are here to glorify God and worship God. But we praise God that God has created his angels to protect us, Sometimes to provide, as we saw in the scripture, sometimes to bring the message. Sometimes even to reassure us, hey, God is with you. God cares about you. Amen? And as the scripture says, do not forget to entertain strangers, for by doing so, you have unwittingly entertained angels. Next time, I'll share more um, you know, on this subject. But can we just close with a song? And as we sing this song to worship him, just imagine the host of angels worshiping God. Amen.